And now, another episode of Top Rope Report. I give you Mr. Trivia and another one. It's already been recording. Okay. Good <laughs> evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report. Here on TalkShoe.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me tonight for our 2021 year-end award show, some of the best minds in the business. Minus Tony Black tonight, we have the Little Nugster, we have Mr. 24-7, and everybody say hello to the newest member of the Top Rope Report Prediction Show. She can't win more than two prediction shows in a year, though, but uh, it's Mrs. 24-7, Jessica. Jessica, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, Jess. Why, why do you say she can't win more than two? I'm just joking. Oh, I, I don't know if there was a reason or a joke behind it as to why. Trying to make her feel comfortable, you know, trying to, you know, loosen things up. So. And I'll, I'll introduce myself. Uh, I'm the Nugster. I, I said the Nugster. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Okay. I apologize. I no, you don't. You don't apologize. You always forget about me. Oh, here we go again. Oh. Yeah, so the 2021 year-end awards. This is uh, going to be interesting to see who everybody has picked for different categories. And as usual, you know, whenever we do something like this, Greg is the one that will get us going with what categories. Oh, fuck. Like I was saying, I messaged you. Um, I, I have my old phone. My old phone. And everything I did was on this phone. And it's it's at two percent and won't stay on. Okay, well I have so, all the categories, so I could I could go over the categories and let everybody else do the picks from there if you don't if that, you like. That would be perfectly fine. I mean I am sure I'll remember most of them. If not, I'll just pick them off okay. the fly anyways. Um, now I copied these now I copied these off of our page when Greg had them in. So these are the order that is on our top rope report page. We're going to start off with match of the year, 2021. Oh, okay. Well, DJ won the last prediction show. Well, yeah, but yeah, DJ actually was the overall winner um, after winning the last one. He finished with 43 points. You, Triv, had 41. Little Nug had 32. I had 28. And Tony Black had 25. And seeing as how DJ was the overall winner of the pay-per-view prediction show, he'll have the he'll have the, the distinctive honor of deciding who goes first on this pick. All right. Well, this we're doing match of the year first. Match of the year. All right, little Nug, lead us off. All right. Great. I have three to choose from. <laughs> Um, my match of the year, I'm going to give to two people that competed on NXT TakeOver 36, and that is, um, Ila Dragunov and Walter. Why did I say for you to go over? I remember that match, that was a good pick. That was a good, uh, that was, match. That was definitely a good match. Yeah, yep. definitely was. All right, well, DJ, you're typically next. 
I got Walter and Ilya at NXT TakeOver. I mean, that match was just unbelievable. And to have somebody like Ilya come, hold his own the whole match, and, and take down Walter, yeah. who, was the, you know, who was that dominant guy for so long, that yep. was, yeah. to me, that was definitely, in my opinion, the match of the year. Definitely. Okay. Um, are we going to go with Mrs. before we go to Tony Black, or are we just going to go Tony Black, then Mrs.? We'll go Jessica, then Tony Black. All right. All right. Uh, mine is the Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns the last man standing match. Ooh. That was one. That was a good was match. Good. I forgot that. That was a good one. That was a really good choice. Um, Tony Black has Sasha and Bianca at WrestleMania. Okay. That's, that was also a, a good match as well. A lot of good matches were in 2021. Um, my pick for match of the year 2021, this one stuck out to me for quite a while after it was over, which was Edge versus Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell match. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, oh I'm, uh, I'm sorry. That was one of the three that I was trying to choose from. Yeah, yeah. I, I had it down to uh, Ilya Dragunov from Walter or um, Seth Rollins and uh, Edge. Um, and I, I'm going to give that one the edge um, over it. And part of it is because it was a hell in a cell and... and all the way over in Crown Jewel dealing with jet lag and time difference, time change. And Joe, you should know everything about time change there. It's not easy. And the put on a show that they put on was was really good. Absolutely. Okay, our second category, best male wrestler. Oh, I thought you were just going to start from the bottom and go all the way up when you did that other one first. Because I found the list here. I'm starting from the top down. Okay, because the year was the last one. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go... Uh... Let me let me take over then. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, so we're going to go to holy shit moment of the year. Um, DJ, you are first. Um, this kind of goes along with my match of the year. Um, I think Ilya just winning it, winning the NXT UK title, taking it from Walter. Um, I mean, I think, to me, I just had some sort of feeling about this match, so I, I, I feel like this was my biggest holy shit. Um, I know there was a few more, um, but I feel like this one was one that not many people thought was going to happen. Um so I'm going to go with, with Ilya winning the NXT UK title. Okay. Mrs. 24-7. Uh, for this category, I got Big E winning the championship title. Nice. All right. Um, Tony Black had um, Brock Lesnar winning the Royal Rumble. My, my holy shit moment is similar to that. Brock Lesnar being the 30th entrant and 
he came out and you know, hurt his knee. I mean, I kind of figured he would be the 30th entrant, but it was just that, holy shit, man, he is going to be the 30th entrant. Because you're not too sure if they were going to have him as number 30 or they weren't going to have him in at all. And when he came out, I was like, holy shit, he is number 30. Well, that's the one I went with. All right. Um, I know I had mine. Just trying to find it here. Um, what I actually wound up going with um, was kind of something that didn't happen once. It didn't happen twice. It happened 80 times. And that was the amount of wrestlers um, that got released from WWE last year. Now, they also let go of referees, backstage crew, but 80 actual wrestlers off their roster got released last year. That, that to wow. me, is the holy shit. To be able to put the product that they have now still on and let go that many people is just yep. amazing to me. Yep. Little Nug. For this one, I have two to choose from. Um... I'm going to end up going with, um, what did I even write down? Oh, and I, I ended up going with NXT becoming NXT 2.0, because I know, like, you know, NXT's been really good for quite a long time, and with the way Triple H has made NXT, the change was definitely a holy shit moment, so that's what I'm going for. Holy shit good or holy shit bad or holy shit I can't believe what they did. Pretty much can't believe what they did. I think they were changing. Okay. Alright, uh, Jessica's going to lead us off for this next one. And we're going to go with the best pay-per-view of the year. Okay, um, that's exactly the same thing that Tony Black went with, and that was the Royal Rumble. Trim? Okay, Jess, you'll find out that on these uh, shows we do, whether it's prediction shows or not, a lot of us tend to agree with each other, so I'm also going with the Royal Rumble as well. Okay, um, it will not be a clean sweep, <clears throat> um, as I've made very clear, I expect the Big Four to be the Big Four. So when I take into consideration my best pay-per-views of the year, I look at the others. And mine was Money in the Bank. Um, Cena reigns, you know, Cena showing up at the end of Money in the Bank and just everything else about the, that pay-per-view, um, to me, made it the best pay-per-view of the year. Little Nug. Okay. Um, I have a two-way tie. I'm going to have a lot of ties in this. Um... I'm going to actually say Crown Jewel, for me, was the best pay-per-view. Okay. <clears throat> what the, what made it stand out for you, Joe? Just, uh, I, I actually forget, like, what exact matches were there, but I just remember the crowd getting really into all the matches, and Edge Rollins was in there. Um, what would be on the match? What was the main event? Was that a Roman? I don't remember off the top of my head what the main event was. Yeah, 
Yeah, I just remember the crowd Uh-oh. being really good in that. DJ was getting frisky there, so we went off camera. Didn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> well, DJ, what was your best paper of the year? Um, I have Money in the Bank also. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first first one with the fans back. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, Big E winning, John Cena coming. I think Roman had a good match with someone. I forgot who it was, but I, all I remember is it being a really awesome show. Yeah. And I think, I think the fans coming back to that one kind of did it for me. Okay. Now we are going to flip the coin and go with the worst <clears throat> pay-per-view of the year. Um, Tony Black leads off with Hell in the Cell. Mr. Trivia? I put WrestleMania Backlash. Okay. For the second year in a row. That, uh, they, they need to get rid of that pay-per-view. I think that, that's just... It's just basically you're basically watching a replay... Some replay matches of WrestleMania. Well, well, what was the one that they used? Well, well, before it was WrestleMania Backlash, it was just Backlash. It's always been the pay-per-view just after. Yeah. Um, my worst pay-per-view of the year um, is just the opposite. It's the one just before WrestleMania, which was Fastlane. Which was, in my opinion, they, they added it in between for no reason at all. This year they decided not to do it. Best decision they made was not doing that one little, you know, pay-per-view in between Elimination Chamber and, and WrestleMania. Okay. Joe. I also went with WrestleMania Backlash as well. Okay. Maybe I need to look yeah. at that better. <laughs> yeah, maybe I got to go take a closer look at WrestleMania Backlash. Because I was in consideration with Extreme Rules being in there with Hell in a Cell. Those are my three. I didn't even think of WrestleMania Backlash, to be honest with you. Yeah, Extreme Rules was actually my second option. DJ. I have WrestleMania Backlash. Um, <laughs> okay. I feel, like, I feel like if you're going to put the word WrestleMania in front of, in front of the pay-per-view... It better be a goddamn good pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or why put the, you know... And it was the worst. It was horrible. So, yeah. Backlash. Hope you guys realize that after this is over, Greg's probably going to go back and watch WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> no, but I will go at least look at the matches. To, yeah. Um, but Jessica, what do you think? Um, mine's baffling. Because, to be honest, I don't even remember it. <laughs> That that's a great way to know a, a pay per view was meaningless. That it was bad if you don't remember it. If you don't remember it, it stunk. All right, um, we are going now to the most underrated um, superstar in WWE, uh, Mister Trivia. I believe you are first. All right. Well, my most underrated female wrestler. Well, it's just most underrated. Well, all right, go ahead. If you did it, I'll, you know. All right, well, my most underrated female, is I think she, even though I'm really not sold on her, I mean, I think WWE can do a lot more with her than what they're doing, and I think she's a little bit better than what WWE fans in back uh, front office is giving her credit for. I give it to Dewdrop. 
Underrated? Underrated, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then just for curiosity, what did you have for a guy? For underrated? Yeah, you said you had a woman and a guy. Well, I have, no, I have the guy for overrated. I only have one pick for each category. Oh, okay. I thought you, all right. Okay. Um, well, I know. No, I thought you said you had a man and a woman for each for underrated. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Um, my most underrated, um, I know I had it down to two, um, and a lot of it becomes he gets killed by a lot of people. Um, nope, nope, I'm going to go with the other one. Um, the man that recently, um, Saw some success, and as me and Trivia were saying, he's now a title holder that looks like he might not have an opponent at WrestleMania. There's really nobody out there right now. Um, most underrated, I'm going to pitch you go with Ricochet. I think the guy deserved everything that he's finally now getting, but I think he's deserved it for a while. Agreed. All right, DJ, most underrated. Oh, no, sorry, Joe, most underrated. I went with AJ Styles. Really? Really? Yeah. I don't know why. There, there was the, the overrated and underrated were the categories that I left blank, and for some reason, AJ Styles came to my mind for underrated. I mean, and I don't know why. I mean, I could see it if you think he should be more. You know, in considerations for the big titles and not fluttering down with Omos and the stupid yeah. tag title. But yeah, that that's yeah. a good choice, actually. All right, Mr. 24-7. I got two down here. This is the only one. This is the only one that I have two down. And I just, I know we're only picking one, but I could not take one of these away. Okay. They're both women. They're, they're both women. One is Rhea Ripley. I feel like Rhea Ripley is a superstar, and she needs to be treated like a superstar. And to stick her with Nikki Ash and, you know, all that type of crap they had her doing was just horrible. Um, she's, a, she's, in my opinion, one of the best there, mm -hmm. and they need to, need to do it. The other one, real quick, was Shayna Baszler, because I feel okay. like Shayna Baszler just... I feel like she'll beat the crap out of every woman in there in real life, yep. you know, and, and they're doing nothing at all with her, so yep. I had to throw her in there. Yeah, that that was one of my final considerations, too, was, was her. All right, Mrs. 24-7. Uh, my most underrated, I went with Cesaro. Okay. Cesaro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tony Black, for most underrated, he went with Nikki A.S.H. I don't know. I don't know. That... Wasn't she the champion last yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's Tony Black. What can I say? 
All right, on to the next one. Once again, we're going to flip the coin and go most overrated. Um, I get to go first, and I'm going to look away after I say it, I think, because I have it down to one of two people. And you know what? Hell, I'm going to get both because one's a guy and one's a girl. And Drew McIntyre, Charlotte Flair. Sorry, I have to do it. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't think. I don't know. I think they're both overrated. I really do. And mostly because. Go ahead. Yeah, kind of. I mean, also, like, being just anointed to where their positions are. Like, Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair because she's Charlotte Flair. You know? I think the clincher was the match against Naomi, where somebody that's just, uh, you know, uh, an afterthought hung with her in the ring. I, I don't know. It was a great match, don't get me wrong. I just I just think her head makes her better than she is. Not that she's bad, not that Drew McIntyre is bad, but why is Drew McIntyre automatically considered to be the next to challenge for the title? Right. Because he's beating up Madcap Moss? Ah, come on. Jessica be, could beat up Madcap Moss. <laughs> All right, little nug. This one is still blank, but I'm going to agree with you and go with Drew McIntyre because I can't really think of anybody else. Okay. Mr. 24-7. Um, I'm going to be dead honest here. I had It was blank for me, too. Um, I feel like you made a good point about Charlotte. Um. I thought Charlotte earlier, and then I didn't, because I was like, well, she's always on top, and da-da-da-da-da, but that ain't that what being overrated is, like, you know? So, yeah, I, I feel like it's got to be Charlotte. Okay. Mrs. 24-7. Mine is the Miz. <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 could, I could understand that, though. You know, to be honest, to be honest, that was that was my first pick, and then I crossed it out and added a second one, which I crossed out, and then added my third one, which is my final one. Okay. Um, Tony Black said the street profits are his choice for most overrated. Okay, not that way. And Mr. Trivia. My choice for most overrated, and I still say I am not sold on this guy. I still don't think he's all that good. Austin Theory. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go down the Sami Zayn road. <laughs> no, I think he's way too overrated. Okay. I still think he's just getting started. Yeah. Okay, let's go with the breakout star of the year. Little Nug. Uh, I went out, or went out, I went with two people, but my second option is Carmelo Hayes, 
because I like how what he's doing so far, but he's new. But my first option that I'm going with is Bianca Belair. Okay. Right. Okay. Not 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 a bad choice. Um, DJ. Um, to, to me, this one was the easiest out of all of them, I think. And it was Bianca Belair for me, too. <clears throat> okay. Jess. All right. I think they froze. Yeah, they froze. Okay. Come back. <laughs> Come back. Come okay. back. Okay. Well, we'll get we'll get their pick after they come back. All right. Um, Tony Black had Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Oop, they're back. All right, so Jessica, we didn't get yours. Mine is also Bianca. Okay, Um, and as I just said, Tony Black's was Dominic Mysterio. Mr. Trivia. What? Who did Jess pick? I didn't hear it. Bianca Belair. Oh, okay. My breakout star, for some reason, I like this woman. I think... Given the right training and enough time in the ring with matches, I think she can turn out to be a superstar. Is Cora Jade? Okay. I really, I really, think, I, I see something in her that I just think she she could be the the it factor somewhere down the road for NXT. Okay. Um. My breakout star of the year is, once again, I think the obvious choice um, is like Bianca Belair, but I think she's had that upside. And so I I don't think, I never even considered her. Um, I broke it down to one male, one female. Which one did I want to go with? Heads or tails, heads or tails. Um, These are people that have been in WWE for a little while, but have just been able to flourish over this last year. Um, I was originally going to go with Liv Morgan, but now I think I'm actually going to go with the guy that I chose, and that's Chad Gable. I I just think, I mean, he's got the wrestling talent, and he's proven that he can do it on the mic and really knows how to get under people's skins. I think this really rejuvenated the little bit of a career he had since he was in that tag team with Jordan, whatever his name was, or I don't remember if that was his first name or last name. I don't even remember. Yeah. To be honest with you, huh? Thank you. No, what did you say, Joe? I said it was Jason Jordan. That's it. See, I I knew there was a Jordan in there. Um, (laughs) Okay. On to the next one that DJ will be leading us off for. I think we might know the answer, but Tag Team of the Year. No. I know what you're thinking, and I feel like it's a, they're, they're very close to it, but I feel like I have to go with the Usos. Um, okay. Even though Jimmy, Jimmy was out for a little while of the year, I still feel like... The way that they made him the bloodline and put him with Roman and all that, I, I feel like there's nothing better than the Usos at the oh. moment. And for the, you 
know, for a little while at that. Okay. And uh, Mrs. 24 7. I also have the Uso. <laughs> okay. Tony Black has RK Bro. Mr. Trivia. Well, I'm going with this tag team not only because they're not only the best tag team in WWE, I think they're the best tag team in all of wrestling. And that's the Usos. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going with somebody that held the title this year and really they were dominant that they disassembled every other tag team in the division. Um, I'm going with Tamina and Natalia as my tag. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even finish saying it. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to buck the trend and I'm going to go with the Alpha Academy. Um, I think it was just the fact that they were able to elevate themselves to the level that they were and, and really help bring interest into the Raw Tag Team division that was considered to be just, at one point, on, you know, on Raw, the Street Profits. And that's it. Yep. So. And I also think they revived Otis's career by doing that also. Yes. All right, Little Nug. My tag team of the year comes from NXT, and they are MSK. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that, definitely. All right. Let's go with... Um, why don't we do top face wrestler? Um, we'll go ladies first. Um, and we'll go ladies first in the order that we're picking. Uh, Jessica, top face wrestler. Uh, that I pick for Bianca. Okay. Tony Black has top face woman Rhea Ripley. This is the only one of the categories I had a tie. I just think these two are real open with the crowd. I went with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. Okay. Um, uh, I know I'm fighting myself with this one. And I'm one of those that doesn't like to always go with the obvious choices. And I try to talk myself into others. Um, and, and it's part of the reactions of these two wrestlers that were away for a little bit for a period of time, and then their initial reaction from the fans. So I, I actually have it between Sasha Banks and then just the crowd reaction at Elimination Chamber for Alexa Bliss and all the little fucking Lily dolls that have sold because of Alexa Bliss. It's tough, but I'm going to go against my personal judgment and I'm going to go Sasha Banks. Okay. Little Nug. Uh, trying to figure out if I want to go with my obvious and just do something different. Um, we all know Yanka is definitely up there, but I'm going different. I'm saying Liv Morgan. 
Okay. She's not like she's not at the top top, but she's she's getting up there. All right. All right. And Mister Twenty Four Seven. Mine is obvious, um, Bianca. I feel like Bianca. I mean, the smile that's on her face every time she comes down. She's crying in happiness when she wins. You know, loving every bit of it, thanking everyone and everything for every. You know, she, to me that was the top face, top woman face for Bianca. Okay. Well, really, I think DJ's top woman face wrestler should be the one sitting next to him. <laughs> I mean, my only thing, I mean, I know me and Trey have, you know, messaged back and forth during pay-per-views and during Monday Night Raws, but there's been times when Bianca Belair has come out to the ring and you're you're wondering if the, the noise coming in is piped through because right, you, yeah. you don't see people standing and you see some clapping, but you don't. It's like sometimes it seemed like some of the noise was manufactured. and That's the only reason why... You know, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll get back to her in another category, I think. <laughs> All right, well, let's go top face male wrestler. And uh, Tony Black leads up, and he has Riddle. Right. Mr. Now, Trivia. Huh? I'm going to mention my pick. And everybody's probably going to look at me and go, what the hell did he pick him for? But I think when this guy comes out, the crowd just goes absolutely ballistic when this guy comes out. And my pick for top face for the male is the new United States champion, Finn Balor. Okay, I can can see that. I think the crowd just goes completely nuts. And I also read somewhere on one of the websites that we're going to eventually see Damian Priest versus the Demon for the U.S. title. Damian Damian versus the Demon? Yeah. (laughs) But but Finn Balor is my choice. Okay. Um, My choice for top face of the year, once again, it's it's a gentleman um, that when he comes to the ring, you're already excited before he gets into the ring. Um, he screams from the backstage um, and, and gets everybody out there. And once again, the crowd is already on its feet yelling and screaming for him. That's Big E. Yeah. Little Nugster. I had one person down and I wrote another answer that I'm going to end up picking. And you said it, but you already said it. It's Big E. Yeah, Big E's a real good pick. Okay. Uh, DJ. Um, real quick, if you can, uh, remind me real quick, when, when was it that Brock turned baby? Well, Brock came out, um, SummerSlam, wasn't it? He came out when Becky came out. Which show was that? That was SummerSlam. SummerSlam. So he had at least half of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going Brock. I gotta go Brock because that man is so funny, dude. Yes. He's hilarious, dude, and, and everyone loves him. So yep. it's, nice, it's nice to see him speaking for himself, too. Yeah. 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 Okay, Jess? Uh, mine is Drew McIntyre. Okay. 
Alright. See that DJ? You've been replaced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he replaced me with Drew, like, when we met. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now let's go to top heel wrestler. Trivia gets to lead us off, lead us off, but we're going with the women first. Well, my top heel wrestler, she's my favorite. She's my girl, Charlotte. Okay. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I'm not going to say obviously, but obviously, it's one of two. But let's throw a wrinkle in it because the two are too obvious. And I'm going to go with the women's NXT champion, the leader of Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose. Okay. Little, I forgot all about her. It's all right. Joe? Oh, I have a tie for this one, so I'm just going to say the both of them. It's Becky and Charlotte. So, Becky Flair or Charlotte Lynch? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mr. 24-7. Um, I mean, it's hard to go against the obvious in this one because, to me, the obvious is Charlotte, and that's what I have down. Um, I mean, you can look at all the other heel, women heels, and some of them do really well, but I feel like Charlotte is just a heel, you know, and she plays it, whether you like it or not, she does a great job. Doing yeah, oh no, it. she does. Going, going yeah. And everybody hates her. Uh, so we're, the reason why it wasn't considered Becky is because there's still people that like her, even though she's a heel, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Charlotte, Charlotte gives you that pompous... Yes, yeah, she's her overrated head. Um, Jessica. Uh, I'm going with Becky Lynch on this one. Okay, as did Tony Black. Tony Black also went with Becky Lynch. All right. All right, then on to the top heel um, for the men. And I'm first with this one. Um, once again... The obvious choice is probably the top wrestler, period. Um, not, you know, I don't like to do double awards for people. Um, so without spoiling later, anyways, um, I'm going to go with, oh, geez. Um... Seth Rollins is my top heel. Okay. Definitely, definitely a good pick there. Sorry, just dealing with a text message from my sister re referencing my mom. Sorry. Uh, Joe, you're up next. All right. Well, my pick um, is more of a faction instead of a wrestler, but... Okay. It involves, you know, the bloodline. So that's who I'm picking. Okay. Bloodline. Good choice. Like it. Yeah. Definitely good. Excuse me. Uh, DJ. Um, I'm going with 
obviously, I have to go with Roman. I have to go with him because what he has going right now and what he has had going for a while now pretty much, to me, has carried the WWE. Um, putting Paul Heyman with him just just put it that much more over the top. Um, the stuff that he comes out and says... You know, it's just unreal, and he, he's to me, he's the top heel. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. A little indigestion. Um, Mrs. Twenty Four Seven. Yeah, I have to agree with DJ. I gotta go with Roman on this one. All right, and Tony Black went with Roman Reigns. Oh, uh, Mister Twenty Four Seven. I mean, sorry, Mr. Trivia. I was looking at DJ when I said... (laughs) (laughs) My pick is basically, you know, from the words of the great Ric Flair, you know, whether you like it or don't like it, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. I got to acknowledge him, Roman Reigns. I mean, DJ mentioned Paul Heyman with him. Um, was a good thing. Roman was pretty good on the mic before um, Paul Heyman, but now he's exceptional on the mic with Paul Heyman. Okay. I'm actually changing mine. Okay. I'm I'm changing mine to Bobby Lashley. Okay. Alrighty. Who did you originally have? Bloodline. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. On to the last two. Um, I think Joe's up first for this one. Best female wrestler of the year. Best female wrestler of the year. I got to go with Charlotte Flair. Okay. DJ. Um, to me... And I have her all over my sheet, but I think it's deserved. I'm going Bianca. All right. Jess. I also have Bianca. She's just too good. Okay. Um, Tony Black also had Charlotte Flair. Mr. Trivia. I'm going to go with Alina Vega. No, I'm I'm going with, you know, I think... Crowd choice and the fans' choice, Bianca Belair. Okay. Um, I will actually also be going with Bianca Belair. Um, I fought in my head between, honestly, between her, Becky, and Charlotte. Um, but Charlotte, I mean, if I remember correctly, Charlotte wasn't at WrestleMania last year. Um, we know Becky wasn't. And Bianca did it all year long. So, I will go with Bianca Belair. Yep. And on to... Huh? No. Oh. Can I talk yet or are you going to keep going? No, go ahead. Are you done? Shush! Um, (laughs) The (laughs) best male wrestler. Um, DJ, you lead us off with this one. Acknowledge my tribal chief, my the, the the head of the table, Roman Reigns. 
All right. Jess? I'm also going with Roman Reigns. All right. Tony Black went with Randy Orton. Okay. Mr. Trivia. Um, my, my best male wrestler of the year, I've always said to Greg, you know, off the air whenever we've had conversations, that I believe the best wrestler is the champion, or he wouldn't be the best. I'm going with Roman Reigns. All right. Um, and this is the only reason why I didn't choose Roman Reigns as my top heel. I don't like repeating winners. Um... And so, obviously, the choice for male wrestler of the year is Roman Reigns. Um, I I don't think there's anybody that dominated the WWE in decades. Uh, Little Nug, last but not least. Well, I will say this. Not only will I acknowledge my tribal chief, who I am picking, but I am also seeing the vision and the revolution in, in uh, Seth Rollins. So I'm picking both okay. Reigns and Rollins. Okay. I can, I can see one. I can see Seth Rollins in, in that mix as well. Okay, so those are our awards. Now, were there anything, I mean... Any awards that anybody wanted to talk about or something that I didn't come up with that I forgot to add? I mean, I know there's one um, that I realized earlier today, um, or sorry, yesterday when I was going through the awards that I'm like, I didn't put this one on, but anybody have one that sticks out in their head? Uh, maybe you do. Yeah, that, that's exactly the one that I thought of, and I'm like... Wait a minute. Where? Um. It. It. Uh. So, I mean, anybody have any thoughts as to what they thought the best feud of the year was? Usos. Usos in the new day. Oh. Okay. I went with Edge and Rollins. Yeah, I think it has to be. Yeah, I think Edge and Rollins is going to be mine. Yeah. That's, that's the only one I can come up with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, you know, this is a, a real good time in wrestling because we're at WrestleMania, we're at WrestleMania season, we're on the road to WrestleMania, and what's the best part of WrestleMania season? The Hall of Fame. Congratulations goes out to Vader. Unfortunately, it's, it's posthumously going to be inducted. Uh, I know they said who was going to induct him, but I can't remember. I didn't think they announced it. Yeah, somebody had told me. That, <coughs> um, I couldn't remember who it was that um, is going to induct him. And then, you know... One that Greg doesn't believe in, and I and I respect his decision on this. I respect his opinion it's, it's, on this. It's not official, Mike. So, well, they're talking about. Well, it's not official, but right. they're talking about Psycho Sid being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year, class of twenty twenty two. 
Well, I personally don't think either Vader or Sid should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Questionable. Questionable yeah. as to whether the Undertaker should go in. I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Well, well, like I said to Greg when we had that conversation on Facebook yesterday, I think Vader should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. I think he's he should be in the Hall of Fame more than 50% of the ones that got in there now. But that's, that's not for me to say. I think it, I think it's well deserved. The man's one of the, probably one of the best big men ever in wrestling. He can do things that most four hundred and fifty pounders in the ring can't do. Yeah. And he's multiple time champion, even though he was never a champion in WWE, I'll give him that. But he's multiple time champion everywhere he's gone. So congratulations goes out to Vader who's definite. Um and I guess Greg had mentioned something that Something about possibly Charmel and the Steiners were also talked about? Yeah. Okay. In the same article that I read that said Sid Vicious um, was being considered to go in, it also said that it's expected that the Steiner brothers and Charmel will round out this year's Hall of Fame class. What do you, what do you guys think of that? You think that they should... Now, wait, what... Get some. I'm trying to figure. Was Batista already in last year? No, he didn't go in. No, he didn't go. He didn't go in. Okay. He was in He was supposed to be inducted in 2020, and then because of other things going on, well, obviously because of the pandemic, they didn't have a Hall of Fame in 2020. So when they right. were inducting everybody else in 2021, he had prior obligations. So he said he he wanted to decline his Hall of Fame invitation. Okay. So I don't now think I he was officially inducted. Right. I had mentioned to Greg that the Steiners is a is a sour note with Vince McMahon. Only because the reason being is because Scott Steiner had literally threatened to kill Hulk Hogan. And that's when Hulk Hogan was at the top of his game and he was Vince McMahon's cash cow, so to speak. Well, so that I, kind of didn't sit too well with Vince. I think what he should have been, I, I think he should have put oh. it, I think he should have been put in the Hall of Fame the day after he threatened to kill Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, what do you guys think about the Steiners and Charmel? I know they usually like to have one woman go in. Right. I mean, well, it, what do you guys think? There's got to be a better woman to put in than Charmel. I mean, fuck, Mickey James. I, I mean, that's why I thought Mickey James was going to be in the Royal Rumble because they were going to put her in the Hall of Fame this year. I thought that, personally, I thought that was the, the olive branch to say, hey, let's put you in the Royal Rumble, get your name back out there, and then we're going to put you in the Hall of Fame. I, I mean, yep. Victoria, I, I mean, what the hell was Charmel? Yeah, she was just I mean, Katie. She was the queen of Booker T. That's it. Yep. That's all I remember her being. Who dressed? Who dressed fancy in dresses and was a what nineteen nineties two thousand version of Miss Elizabeth? Yeah. She was an attractive woman that accompanied her husband to the ring. Yep. Yep. Exactly. 
we had said when we talked about it, we figured it was either going to be Kane or Vince McMahon. I didn't think there's anybody right. else deservedly of doing it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think, I think having Vince inducting Taker is, is more of a better choice because if you ever, if you watch The Last Ride, you can definitely see how Vince is with the Undertaker, yeah, and how and how personal the relationship was between them two. So I actually do believe that Vince is probably the only option. Right. I mean, I just had to look it up on Google, and Greg mentioned uh, mentioned her name. I thought Victoria was already in the Hall of Fame, but she's not. The only thing is already in. The- in the Hall of Fame. Maybe I'm getting her mixed up with Molly Holly. That's easy. They look so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know, like you said, as far as Charmel, I mean, you know, she had her time with Booker T and Queen Charmel and everything. But I think there's a, a few more women deserving, more deserving of Charmel to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. No. All right, well, on to other business at hand. Um, as we had mentioned, um, Mr. 24-7 was the winner this year, so I want to go over some um, adjustments to the scoring rules for next year. Um, so first and foremost, I, one thing me and Trip decided in, I'm not sure if he's spoken anybody else or anything about it, um, but it gets kind of boring to go Trib, Nug, Lil Nug, DJ, T Black. So what I've done is I've um, I found this random order app, and on the app, as you can see, I don't know if you can see it or not. It has everybody's names there in order. Now on here, I hit the word random. And then it comes up with another order of all of us. The sh- whatever, you know, 
when we do our prediction show, when we start the show, I will do that random order in front of all of us, and that's the order that we go in for that show. Okay. That way, it's yep. not. Oh wait, shit! I'm 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 ten points ahead of him, so I'm gonna make sure that every time I pick after, you know, this way it's a little bit more, you know, just something different to do. Right, and plus with that app and with that the way he's doing that, you know, there's a possibility a little note could be the first pick we make for you tomorrow. Yes. Yep. You never know. Yep. Um, and then as far as the scoring goes, we're going to keep, obviously, you know, singles match, 15 points for the winner, 5 points on how they win. Tag match, no change, 15 points for the correct winning team, and then 5 points for whoever gets the win for the team, and 5 points for whoever who takes the loss. Um, in any triple threat match... Um, it's because there's more competitors, it'll be 20 points for the correct winner. And then once again, who, how they win is five points. Who takes the loss is five points. Obviously our first match is 25 points. The unadvertised surprise is 25 points. We have our time bonus, which once again, um, this was the only thing I was thinking about changing a little bit, but now we'll keep it as the within one minute is 50 points within two within a hundred points. I'm uh, sorry. Within one minute is 50 points within two minutes is 25 points. The only question I wanted to ask you guys is do we want to do it once again, price is right style or did we want to change it and say, Either below or above. I like below or above. Well, I think I think we, you know, speaking from experience, because I have pretty good success with the time bonuses this year. Um, I I agree with DJ. You know, above. You know, with with that. I mean, we should we should go with that. What above and below? Yeah. So if you go seven minutes, your window realistically. Is five minutes to nine minutes to get points. I like it. Okay. This is coming from somebody that I think I didn't get one single time bonus. So I'm trying to help myself. Wait a minute. Time out. That's to do it. You said five minutes to nine minutes is your window? Yeah. So if you pick 735 for a time and it goes 560. Or 525. You get points? No, because oh. you're outside of two minutes. Okay. Yep. All right. Gotcha. That's why I said seven right. minutes, your window is five to nine. Okay. Yep. We'll do above, above and below. Okay. And then the other one, which could make for very, very, very interesting choices. Obviously, you like we said, more? we all know... The first match is 25 points. But we are then going to choose the order of the rest of the matches for the card. If you get one more of them right, that's five points. If you get a second one right, that's 10 more points. If you get a third one right, that's 15 more points. 
and all the way down. If you get all seven right, don't even bother anybody else because you've just won. You can get every match wrong. You've just won the pay per view. Because by the time you get to that seventh match, you're now adding thirty five points on top of everything else below that. So I think that that might just be another little interesting twist. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. The only thing I think they'll be a little easier with that, though, is once you get towards the end, you know, I mean, we obviously know that 90% of the title matches that they have are going to be the final match. Well, then that's fine. That's That'll be five points if you get that one right. But it, yep. say there's eight matches, you still got to get two, three, four, five, six, and seven to get more than just five points. I mean... What's what's five points? I mean, that's the difference right. between a pin and a submission in a match, which is nothing. Yep. Yep. But it's getting those <laughs> multiple matches right. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely like to go with that this year. That's going to be good. All in favor? I call opposed. I don't, I don't, I don't think I like it. <laughs> No, I'm like in the middle here on that one. You're like in the middle? Like right here on that. No, really? Well, well, let's just say you pick uh, Bianca versus Becky as the first match, and that's the first match. You get five points. No, first match is still 25 points, regardless. That's still 25 points. The bonus points after that are the other matches in the order that we think they might happen. So if you pick Charlotte versus uh, Ronda Rousey as the second match, and that's the second match, you get points for that too. Right, five points. Yeah, you get five points for that. For each one you get right, the the amount goes up though, because it makes it more difficult. If you pick the entire card in order and it happens, then you get one of these. Yeah, it's a wrap. Because you got uh, the insights with the the bookers there. Uh, Now, once again, if we we do this for WrestleMania and then we decide, you know what, every single one of us, nobody got anything right. I mean, I guess you could say for WrestleMania, we'll automatically get one right on Sunday because everybody knows Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns is last. But... Um, that's typical when, when we're, something's predetermined, we don't get points because everybody gets them, you know, like, well, when, don't, we also, don't we also know that, uh, Charlotte and Ronda are going to be the closing match on night one? That hasn't been announced. I thought I heard that somewhere. That's. Somebody had written before, I mean, I saw before they put Becky and Bianca on night one that SmackDown was going to have the final matches on both nights, but then I've also read that Bianca Belair is going to be one of the first women ever to main event two WrestleManias, so I don't, they haven't officially listed that match as the final oh, match. All righty. So, yeah, and the only one really that has the hardest time out of all of us doing this is Greg putting it all together. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. Telling you, that's why I have a lot. I have a lot of free. I have a lot of free time, guys. 
That's why I say every week for the show, man. We, there, there's no top rope report without Greg. You know, this this is like this is my typical score sheet. So everybody's got their own column. I write their predictions. I have my four colored pen. So as I'm going through, oh, this guy lost. That's a red X. This guy won. That's a green circle. So I mean, it's a it's a simple process, um, but you know during these you know like during the like the Royal Rumble and and like these multi things where we have to do the orders of people coming in and getting you know eliminated. It's like, oh fuck, what did I just miss? You know, okay. you know. But you know, I don't mind doing it. I like it. Um, what question I want to ask you guys? Oh, oh, the other thing is, is the scoring we're going to do very similar. Um, if you win, because there's six of us, if you win, you get seven points. If you finish in second, you get five. Then four for third, and then down to, if you finish in last, you get one. But due to the fact that we had two instances last year, and I guess this is kind of to punish... Um, someone who's not in attendance. Um, if you're not able to just even submit your picks, then you get a zero. So, as long as you're able to contribute picks, you at least get one point if you finish in last. Yep. Exactly. And you still get that one extra point for winning by getting seven. So... But before we close out tonight, I want to put this question to you guys out there. Because I know I was surprised. How surprised were you guys that RK Bro won the tag team titles? Because I would have put I would have put my house on Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens to win. Oh, it's a good thing you don't own a house because you'd be homeless again. Um, to me, I feel like it it probably was gonna be Seth and KL, but I think probably Stone Cold saying that he'll agree to the match or agree to come and they probably put an X on that right. real quick. Exactly. Exactly. That was, that was after they lost the match. No, Mike, they've been talking about Stone Cold and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania for a month. Yeah. In my eyes, there was not a chance. I there To me, there would have been a better chance that the Street Profits entered to make it a fatal four-way and won the match than, than Seth and KO winning. Now, you guys think it's just going to be a KO show, or is it going to be a match? No, it won't be a match. It'll be a KO show with two stunners. With two what? Stunners. Okay. I don't know. Because I saw the promo Austin did, and Austin looked good in that promo. Dude, well, yeah. That promo was so good. Yeah. I, I mean, but the only thing is, is... It's like, you know, me, I'm sitting here, I know I can I can get up and do this, do that, do that, and then, wait a minute, I don't have a leg. Dude, his knees are absolutely shot. They are. I just, I just can't believe it's been 19 years since he's last wrestled. Yeah, no, that was a it's little like, wow. unbelievable. That, that almost makes you feel as old as the fact that my son's going to be 30 in less than two months. Damn. Well, it's hard to believe, too, that, you know, Paul Bearer has been gone almost 10 years. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yep. Wow. 30, Joe. Yep. 
Oh my god. You old bogey. <laughs> Damn. So, alright guys and gals, anything you guys want to add? Anything else you want to add before close out tonight? I want to welcome Jessica. Hopefully she has a great a great year with us this year. She'll definitely uh, don't worry about the language because we're not bound by FCC rules here, so <laughs> if they don't like it, fuck them. But, uh, but I just want to welcome you, Jess. We're glad to have you aboard. Thank you. And, um, you know, it, it, in a way, it's kind of two-on-one there because her and DJ can collaborate. You know. there, will, you know. there will be no collaboration. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to whoop her ass. Just <laughs> <laughs> know that there is a new champion this year. Okay. All right. <laughs> the gauntlet has been laid down. Yes, you're gonna put that. You're gonna take that belt, and move it over to the other side, huh? <laughs> so, Greg, anything else? No. Will Nug? No, I'm all good. DJ and Jess. Nada, you guys. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining us. It was a good uh, award show, and on behalf of the Nugs to Greg and Will Nug, DJ and our newest member Jessica. This is the illustrious Mr. Trivia signing off with a top rope report saying we'll catch you all on Sunday. Later. Later, guys. And once again, this has been another episode of Top Rope Report. We will join you again on Sunday. <laughs>